Hello and welcome to Uni Game Society Radio on TuneFM 106.9. I am your host, Chris. I'm Crystal. And I'm Patrick. So, what have we got to talk to you guys tonight on Game Society Radio? Well, we were just talking about mechanical gimmicks of uh, some of the past consoles that we've all played. So, the PS2. Well loved. Had a lot! <laughs> a well-loved <laughs> console and it had many of these things. Some viewers will probably remember the iToy. Which games yes. such as iToy Play, sports, um, everything. There sports. was pretty much was a lot. everything on iToy, and then you could also connect it with your si- times when you connected it with your SingStar, and then had pretty much made your own music video. That sounds amazing. I was mainly raised on like Microsoft. Xbox didn't have much in the way of gimmicks. Now that I think about it, well, they, due, I think due to the iToy's popularity stuff, you had where Connect. Came in. Yeah, but that was the 360. Yeah. Uh, p- the PlayStation 2 was of the same generation as the Xbox Classic. Yeah. And the yep. Xbox Classic had none of that. Xbox Classic had not much. I remember playing Halo on it at a friend's house, but I'd never had an Xbox Classic because we were PlayStations. Yeah. I, I think that's pretty much why Xbox Connect came out was due to the popularity of iToy. Mm. Which uh, then yeah. why just... And then Just Dance is awesome on Xbox. Yes. Yep. Though, um, so those are the ones most people know, but uh, you were just telling me earlier in the booth, oh, Crystal, uh, what is this about a, golf? <laughs> oh, well, you had to do with, it was a bit like how you had iToy stuff where you could do sport gear, but it was had, you actually had gloves that were connected via a wire to a machine sort of thing. So you had tension and it would be able to then actually detect your swing and all that so that the golf oh, ball on the actual game would move with what in real life sort of thing would happen with golf. Real question is, why haven't they applied this to VR? That I sounds awesome. Because, like, that actually sounds like... if like So did it have, like, single finger motion? No. So it was just you had a fingerless glove that you um. had strapped that was then from about the wrist area connected down to a machine that was at the bottom that you stood over. And that had where you'd swing with a little tiny golf club. So you had something to hold. And then you could also do, I didn't have this, but I know there was a boxing game you could do with it as well. Just, just throw so, hands. So, yes, that you actually then had tension and they could tell how quick and fast a punch you would be do- throwing. Sounds like something that really could apply oh, to VR. Yeah, but it's a bit like um, iToy stuff you had where they did with colour gear, like you had Pom Pom Party and a night <laughs> simulation <laughs> game where it was you actually got to fight things oh, with was a that, foam sword and all that. Was that medieval? Um, was that a different one? I think it was called differently to that, but it was you were a knight in a realm with go fight some other knights and <laughs> kill things and slay dragons Man. and beasts and all that. But that worked just based off colour, where you actually had a phone. So you'd have pom-pom party was a pink pom-pom and a green pom-pom. You could not have any of those colours in the room. Yep. <laughs> Otherwise, it would think there would be a random pom-pom over there. But then you would actually, it would, through the eye toy, it would be picking up where you were. But also the colour would be the specific What his thing. arm doing? How his arm stretched that far? <laughs> yeah. No, I remember having the green foam sword. Yeah. Um, no, I did play that game. But I don't think I played it much, though. I don't know mm. why. It was fun once you got into the higher oh. levels. Oh. Maybe that was it. I just got bored and I went to Ratchet and Clank or something. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking now, out of all the consoles that I have played, because I, I owned a PS2 and I had a few of those little mm. gadgets and stuff, I think... 
even even compared to Nintendo, which had some pretty wacky stuff like magnifiers on Game Boys and like yeah. you know LEDs, a printer. They had printers on. I Game know Boys. the printer on the Game Boy. That's the one. Yeah. Um, you got to take selfies on Game Boys. Yeah, that was pretty lit. But I think the PlayStation had the most amount of gimmicks. Well, you had also with your car racing games, they had easy connection set up for you to be able to have a steering wheel. Steering and wheel that. and pedals. Yeah. I had one of those. We just had a steering wheel. <laughs> but whenever I play, it's the V8 supercars on the PS2. I do not play with the steering wheel especially when it's the camber track because you've got the straight and then a right turn that's literally oh. you hit a wall if you don't turn quick enough and, it causes and we don't we don't have the we don't have pedals so it's just the steering wheel and then the accelerate button but I cannot turn quick <laughs> enough with the steering wheel I have to use the controller <laughs> I remembered um I think the one I had it actually had like a correctional thing like so Oh yeah it, Correct yeah, so it's times. like if you crash into the wall, your wrist yeah. just goes. <laughs> 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 well, it depends on how you set up, like the vibration controls but, like, on your. Like I didn't know how to adjust yeah. that. So, um, but okay, I'm gonna say a name and tell me if any of you guys remember this. Buzz. Yes. Buzz. Yes, of course. I, I never Buzz. played it, but I've heard of. Whole I've family. Of it. Whole family played it. Oh. I didn't know any of the questions. <laughs> oh, but like, did you never know play any of the Buzz Party games? Hmm? No, I didn't. I didn't. We didn't have Buzz, but I knew of it, and I think I may have played it like once at someone else's place. But it was literally, yeah. <laughs> it was so fun. The it controllers like, and PlayStation are still at home. I know. Yeah. Mm. PlayStation Two had a lot because it's even like when they jumped to PS Three, you had the iToy still stayed with SingStar turned to where everyone had SingStar with the console. You didn't buy discs, which then pretty much meant that they actually sort of shot themselves in the foot. Because people probably didn't know about it. So well, much. you sort of forget that the SingStar stores there, and it became less of a thing of oh, let's get everyone around to play SingStar and all that. Mm, yeah. And then you had where they also tried the wand thing, which is pretty much where they saw we having Whoops. that. <laughs> I feel like if they brought SingStar back on the PS5 though or something, like I'm sure they'd still get something well, PS, from it. It's actually because it's on PS4 as well, but PS3 and PS4 was where they came out with a big advertisement thing of where you could use your phone as the microphone. Did it work? I do remember seeing that. Um, it works. It's just that you have to then download the app and all that. But it was them trying to get the back the popularity of what SingStar was like in PlayStation 2. Just make it less but restrictive on, yeah. oh, you don't need to buy a wand now. You don't need to buy a camera. You just need your phone and everyone's yeah. got a phone. So well, you can, you can do that, with. but just release it as a full game on its own. And well, just that's the thing. It was because it's part of it now that it's just on the store. You can buy the songs and all that. But I totally forgot about it because I just go play on the PlayStation 2 doing SingStar rather than trying to figure out what song I wanted to play on the PlayStation 3 and download yeah. it. I felt like I could remember what song I, what song I wanted to actually play just randomly and have to go th look through the whole song list. Yeah. I was on a SingStar game. The, like th I want to say 30 songs that were probably on a SingStar game or something. I don't uh, know. depend which theme you got. But the general ones had about like 30 yeah. songs. If you then got like into Queen or ABBA or like hey. your Disney one and all that, they'd get down. There was a SingStar Disney? Yes, SingStar yeah, Disney. Was. You'd have like 25 and then you'd have like for Disney, you'd have your mixed songs, mixed ones. 
so where you'd have like romantic theme and all that so you'd go through all the different romance it'd be a romance medley oh god yeah <laughs> the cinderella's working song oh always hated god. it why is that? <laughs> it's the mouse's high pitch oh. that you're trying to do. Oh, look, I had SingStar ABBA and all my brothers and I, like, trying to hit those high notes. Oh. Queen, Queen is so much harder. Oh, yeah, my you, Because my sister and I never did the whole thing of, um, well, just play as the one. It was if you had two parts in the song, we did the two different parts like it's like you had yeah. the one half of the yeah. song in the other half my brothers did that as well and oh so God. that bicycle race is really fun but oh. you can screw with each oh. other so much with that i brought up the list of singstar games but i can't remember for the life of me which ones we had we had two of them i'm pretty sure well, there's pop hottest there's hits had rap in it like uh, you actually had a i rap think i had up. i had hot, hottest hits as well uh, that's the one with um Oh my god, I just remembered um, one of the songs on there that I what's, loved. What's the name there? But, um. Because there was a lot of. There's there was, a lot it of. It had fun Skater fun. Boy on it. There was yeah. a, but it also had It's Not Unusual by Tom Jones, and I loved that song because I could actually like, do that song perfectly. Oh, yeah. There, there was, was a Wiggles one I'm seeing now. <laughs> what? Pretty much, yeah. There was, is, there's a lot. <laughs> a lot of them you may not know about, but there are a lot of specific ones that mm. are. Okay, look, thinking of music and thinking of console gimmick controllers, who here loved Guitar Hero? Oh, yes. I didn't have Guitar Hero, I had Rock Band, which is about uh, the same. See, I just had Guitar Hero 2, I believe it is. So we'd have where... Um, I'm pretty sure it's Guitar Hero 2, but it was, you had, we both, we'd have two guitars, mm -hmm. and then we'd do, we'd play the actual career mode, but where you got to play multiplayer career oh, mode. Nice. So one of us, generally you'd have then where it's, one of us, one of you plays the lead, one of you plays the bass, or it's lead and rhythm. Mm, yeah, um, that's what it was like in 3, that's the one I grew up playing, yeah. Guitar Hero 3, but like... Yeah, I was always second player to my brothers. I never got to play lead, and they had the most fun. I pl always play the bass. I can get the rhythms and all that much better than my sister can. Mm. So we, we just had where we both ended up having where we chose the one that we found easier, and it happened to be that way. Though I'm trying to play Kiss with as the bass player. <laughs> now that is hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like Barracuda and Black Magic oh, Woman. Yes. Black Magic Woman! Kills me sometimes. Are with you the sure you didn't play three? I'm pretty sure it was two. Okay. But then again, they might have had certain songs that they had across them. Mm. Oh man. Rock well, Band, you had the drum kit, wasn't it as well? Drum, it was a it has a drum drum kit, yeah. vocals, guitar. World no. tour. That was when people started to shy away from it more because they were like, "That's more extra things to buy." Yeah, yeah. we we had the whole thing. I think there's a, there's another instrument. Like, it was guitar, vocals, drums. And, and bass. It was the second bass. guitar. Yeah, okay. you got the second guitar. Because I know me and all my sisters got to play it. Because both guitars are the same look and all that. It's just you How choose. How you play. Yeah. No. Well, I never strayed off medium. I could not handle the orange button. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can understand um, that. We're, we're currently still at medium with the career for the two-pick oh, for man. multiplayer. But... My sister's also done a lot of more solo by herself while I was at uni and all Oof. that. So I came back and she was like, 
okay, let's go with the medium. And I hadn't played for a while and she's like hitting everything and I'm like, I am dying here. Can we go back to easy for a little bit and then go back to medium? <laughs> oh, man. I remember the playing on the drums though. Like Drums are so much fun. The drums are fun, but like you just got to have that thing in the back of your head of don't break the thing, don't break the thing, don't break the things. Because it's like some of the songs, it's like... Um, like it's like playing it's like oh raining blood <laughs> like oh my I don't think I ever played a high difficulty on no uh, rock band though which well like, the thing is at least for uh, drums that was what I was mostly on but that's the thing though you could actually set up that if someone was struggling more they played on easy while the other player played on medium yeah I know oh, you got hard. to choose your difficulty before yeah, you start so a song yeah so it's easy medium hard expert yeah, yeah. Also, I loved um, now I'm thinking world tours. So you know how like you could get like your characters each would get money towards their yes. accounts. And I love it. It's like lead guitarist. It's like so much money. Vocalist. Yeah. Bass. Yeah. Drama. <laughs> I, I always like seeing though when we play the career mode for multiplayer, your expense sheet where you get your pay at the end and then it's like expense, trash the hotel room, destroyed the amp, destroyed guitar, this, this. Huh. Sometimes it's just like those little quirky details. It's like, yeah, I'm being oh, deduced. Yeah. But like, it's just like, because technically you're not being deduced. It's just giving you your actual score, but then just adding some novelties and gags. Well, and this was just really at fun. the end. This wasn't even to do with your actual scores of the songs. Oh, not scores, but like but the, yeah. the budget. You would yeah, always have money the budget given get, to yeah. you, but that would make it bigger so they can just gag. So you'd yeah. take away from it with just some gag things. Oh. Yep. Yeah, and it's just it's like... It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's those little... It's a bit like you get, you get arrested in my one, and then you have to play <laughs> at the jailhouse on the island. <laughs> jailhouse rock, it's hey? Like, but, hey. But you also have where you play helicopter, which is the um, because oh. you play helicopter as Lock the encore party? song, yeah. and then you get and that's as the police helicopters are coming in to arrest you for pretty much doing an illegal party, oh. and then you get arrested, and then it's like now you're gonna play it for Sh- Shales Isles or something for oh yeah play Definitely play not in the Alcatraz. prison, pretty <laughs> 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 play in the prison. <laughs> Oh, it's just fun that would probably be an interesting gig. I wonder if that's happened. Well, probably at some point. It pretty much just became that you could play the songs at any place, though. It's just what background you had yeah. while playing. But it's just, yeah, like, uh, there's probably been a gig, looks at Elvis. <laughs> As I said, what do you think Jailhouse Rock was called? <laughs> well, just that, yeah. <laughs> it's be like, um, we had a lot of different things with um, when you came to doing actual exercise stuff Ooh. with Pilates. I know PlayStation 2 had a Pilates thing, but I remember we having the Wii a fit, lot of we Fit, Fit board. Mm. I actually used that a fair bit as a kid, and it's like, my God, if they brought anything out like that, I could probably motivate myself to actually do exercise <laughs> again. If you need that for the Switch, eh? Look, I, I could do a 60-minute plank. Not 60-minute, 60 60-second. 60 <laughs> I was about to. And I was like, God I was 12 say. at the time. So yeah. doing a plank for a whole ass minute, and this was like a proper full, like, yeah. on the board, and it's just like keeping the balance thing and keeping my entire body straight. And it's like, I managed to beat the AI at, like, yeah. the highest difficulties, and I'm like... Now I can barely plank for 20 seconds without yep. getting tired. And I'm like, oh, goodness. Cool. <laughs> Just get some Beat Saber up on you. <laughs> get some <laughs> fitness. Eh? Oh, it's like Beat Saber. That's like less exercise, more I have no sense of rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> Coordination. <laughs> I'll, I'll do a bit of might, uh, might and Magic. That'll keep me in shape. That's but you've something got else. like 
Because whenever play Just Dance, it would always be on the Xbox with the Kinect. Because playing it on the Wii just isn't the same. It's like, it just captures your whole body, yeah. you know? No. Like, you can't do leg well, stuff on the Wii. We had with the Just Dance, like, oh, I can't remember which one it was, but you jump out of paintings in the actual thing. That's so but cool. But we'd have where it was six of us playing it at the library and we'd full on do the when it changed positions for like where your character's meant to move to a different position would fully do it instead of doing it half ass we're like yes we commit to this dance but you haven't, and what of do you course have doing space? Rasputin <gasps> Rasputin is like yes. one of the best ones though um all I'm thinking of now is um just uh, some of the Kinect games that I played as a kid and I remember Kinect Adventures that was yeah. just a fever oh, yeah. dream. Where you um, especially when you white water rafting. <laughs> yeah. Water rafting, okay, you gotta oh jump. Gotta jump. Okay, all of the all four of us have to jump at the same time. Okay. Ready? Good jump luck. the log. <laughs> Who didn't jump? Yeah. Who didn't jump? Yeah. Who that did would, that? That would start so many arguments with the cousins. <laughs> so much fun though. Oh, oh yeah, it was fun as it was like okay, oh. everyone, we have to move left. One person moves right. How did you not move the correct direction? Some people some people at our age don't even know their lefts and rights. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I remember one game I played a fair bit, and it was only because I got busy that I couldn't play it anymore. Connectimals. Connectimals. It was, was a game where you basically go to an island, and then it's just like all these like wild cats like tigers panthers pumas oh, cheetahs cool. that were adorable and like you sort of reach your hands out and you gotta you get to pat them and scrub them it's like and basically imagine nintendo dogs but on a jungle island with oh, wild yeah. cats and a bit like how playstation 3 then did pets i toy pets i toy pets yeah I think yeah I but it's like um, i think all of them were like people trying to interact with imaginary animals go yeah, and it was like kind of cool because like some of the toys he got is like you got iPad, a, you iPad, got, yeah. iPad. Yeah. Um, like one of them is like a, a toy RC car. So what you do is you oh. control it with your hands, like steering. And what would happen is a little tiny, like your little cat will just chase after you. That is so cool. And it's so adorable because you can because you know the Kinect has a microphone. Yeah. You can name them again, like um, Nintendo Dogs and Nintendo Cats. He's like, okay, it's like hello, Ginger, and just Tiger's like. <laughs> yeah. He runs over to you. It's like this is so precious. That was a big thing with PlayStation Two going to PlayStation Three was the iToy then had a built-in mic for PlayStation Three. Mm. Man, I should probably not let this conversation get too out of hand because we've got to have a music break. <laughs> You've been listening to <laughs> Game Society Radio on TuneFM one of six point nine. Forty stories up, it's night and day. Never met, but I could guess your name. Said you reminded me of home And all of that time we barely spoke So lessons learned can quickly be erased Pouring forties down the kitchen sink All you're talking, I can't hear me think Pushing, pulling, sees me on the brink If it's all or nothing, let's break off these links All of the best guys made you whole the rest I'll never know If this is a test I'll take my leave And I'm on the run But now that I'm on the run I think I got it wrong really all along You were just a masterpiece Masterpiece Chewing on Valium The jet is taking off I can feel the rust spreading It's a killer disease 
I could not let you in Now there's a lot to tell you, so listen I was keeping you out cause I've been hurt before Becoming a coward and I hate myself more I'm not proud, looking back now I had to run Now that I'm on the run Think I got it wrong, really all along You were just a masterpiece, masterpiece Chewing on Valium
Alrighty guys, welcome back to Unigame Society Radio on TuneFM 106.9. So, last week we asked you guys what was your what is your favorite uh, D&D 5th edition, edition class and why? And we have one answer. Yes, we had Oliver Dewey Milstead respond with, I like Ranger due to good combat skills and spells, but also great navigation and other passive abilities. Also, the option to go Beastmaster, pretty fun class. Which, Crystal, you're a Ranger main, I might say. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't do Beastmaster too much. You don't, no. Well, Beastmaster was going to be my first one. I never actually made it to level 3 because the campaign closed. Oh, that sucks. I remember in one thing, you. Weren't you a Gloomstalker in one of them? I'm Gloomstalker in one campaign I'm playing at the moment. Which. complaints that people have about with favoured terrain and different stuff like that but you've even got like the new fighting styles that you can use like blind sight having that 10 feet of blind sight I've got in campaign I'm in at the moment where it's like I was standing in a um obscured area of cloud I think it was some spell that was fog yeah fog Fog cloud. cloud And literally just stood there, and there was someone ten feet away, and I was just shooting them with arrows outside yeah. of the cloud. <laughs> what level do you get that feature? Uh, so that's your second level fighting style. You can choose the fighting style to be. Mate, rogues don't get now. that till like fifteen or something. Mm. Yeah, um, rogues don't really get fighting style. So no, no, they have a blind sight feature though. Oh yeah, that's a very high level though. But um, fighters can have it as well. Tasha has expanded the fighting style list, but Thank also God Horsa has. Um, added a lot more stuff and um, fixed up some of the and expanded some of the Beastmaster stuff that a lot of people complain about with um, attacks for the Beast companion. Have they made it so the Beasts attack separately? Do you? You don't have to use your actions Um, to command it? I don't actually have Tasha's but I have looked at it a little bit and I think it's where you could if you play it right your Ranger can have up to five attacks around. That's pretty cool. And that's Mm. with the Beast companion attacking but there's also where I think where if you get attacked your and your beast can see you as a reaction, it can attack as well. So, okay. but yeah, it's pretty much a lot of stuff that if you are playing a um, melee ranger, using your beast companion, obviously, for flanking advantage, there's even more advantages now if you do go down the Tasha road for just the revisions they've done to the ranger. But I know there's been quite a lot of revisions to a lot of different stuff that you can add in now. Hmm. Hmm. Customise. Customisation. Yeah. All about it. And I suppose as we we had everybody give their favourite class last week, but Patrick Pat- wasn't here. Yeah. Patrick, what is your favourite D&D class to play? Bard. Bard. <laughs> of course. <laughs> the theatre major chooses Bard. I love playing Bard and I love playing the Valor Bard. Just as like, oh, you want to hit harder? Hit him harder. Hit him. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just all about theatre performance. It's also just like, you know, taking command of a situation. Kind oh, of yeah. like, it's like you're like most people doubt the abilities of Bards being useful. But it's like we're support. But we're there, alternative support. That's the thing. I think every class 
a lot of people pick downsides to it as well rather than focusing on the, the positives and how you can creatively use it. Hmm. Anywhere, though, you'll hear more about um, D&D and D&D-related subjects later on this evening at around 8 o'clock. Isn't that right, Chris? Yep, Dun- uh, Dungeons and Airwaves. Yep. Uh, that's the show that'll be on from 8 o'clock tonight. So after we finish up, it'll be their turn. Then you get to hear D&D for a couple hours, I suppose. Yep. <laughs> so if you are into it, uh, stay tuned for that. Now we've got, like, gaming news, the big drop about with Bethesda stuff. Yeah. So Bethesda got acquired by Xbox a little while ago, slash Microsoft. Well, Microsoft, yeah. Um, and we were told it wouldn't become exclusives. Well, that was a lie. Yeah. So apparently now you'll have to pay for Xbox Game Pass just to be able to access Bethesda games. Well, that's certainly annoying. Oh, yes, who's just arrived. <laughs> Sorry for being late. Had to jump, start my car with my new jump kit because my battery's shot. He's <laughs> well, here, it's fine. Yep. <laughs> so, opinions on this. Well, I mean, last time we had a Microsoft exclusive from a third-party studio was Minecraft, and we all saw how that was also a lie now that <laughs> Minecraft is on the Switch and Minecraft is on the Play st- like PlayStation Store. It's on everything, pretty much. Yeah, but with, so with Microsoft is the third-party owned, uh, so with Minecraft is the third-party owned by Microsoft? Yes. Or yes. Is yes. Yep. Okay, so it's still... They, they own uh, Mojang. Yeah, they bought Microsoft. Uh, they bought Mojang a, I, I, a good I, number of years ago. So what it could be is it'll be a um, it'll be like what Epic Store is trying to do to every single PC release of it's ours first. You get it six months later. It's ours first. It's like hmm. e- Epic Store. What are you trying to achieve? Except oh, so here's here's yeah. a funny thing about that is that some games, as we all know, are somewhat broken on release. So that means the Epic. Uh, Customers get to experience those, get those fixed, and oh, then yeah. once it comes to Steam, that's <coughs> all good. Yeah. So, so I suppose maybe that's what Microsoft's planning with El- yeah, with so Bethesda, which makes sense because looking at uh, Bethesda games on release, they don't work. <laughs> they don't work. <laughs> Skyrim doesn't even properly work these days anyway. But it's Skyrim. That's part of the nostalgia. It's a part of the True. charm when yes. you can walk along and then the guy riding on the horse is suddenly flying through the air and ping-ponging between stones <laughs> and you're sort of staring at him like, what eldritch abomination have I accidentally walked in on? Is that all, where's the giant? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that sends people sky high. Or From slamming glitching down. out to make sure you get the chest mm. under place. Or Fallout, where you can grab a witch's hat and jump on it and hold it under your feet because you've got the strength to lift the cone and strength to lift yourself so you can hover in the air and then back yourself into a wall and phase through matter. No, it's like oh, the, yeah. the old Skyrim, the old wow. Skyrim bug where you put a wooden plate up to a small wall and you would phase through it. But um, that was the easiest way to actually cheese the um, Elder Scroll mission, where you have to go into, I think, Mazolft. You go to the exit elevator, which starts at ground level, mm. glitch in through the gate, and ride the elevator down to the end of the dungeon. To skip most of Blackreach. <laughs> My. God. Well, skip most of the uh, Dwemer part anyway. But the then again, so. I had one with playing my first run through of Skyrim, which I still part the way through. <laughs> I just haven't had time, really. I had where one of my friends who was getting me to play it, 
that she went, okay, let's do some training and just shoot this person in the bit before you shoot the bear. At the very mm. beginning, he was like, do that. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to cheat. I know I know it's a glitch in the game, but no. <laughs> and it's then proceeded to one-shot the bear, and he was like, what? It's less <laughs> a cheat, more of an oversight, because you yeah. can also use that to just boost general sneak with any ally. You just stand them in front of you, snack, sneak, punch them in the butt, stand up, walk a bit further, and do it again. God damn it. <laughs> yep. though, though, back with Bethesda as a whole being purchased by Microsoft, Blake, Crystal, what do you guys think of the situation with the exclusive thing? Well, I think, like, pretty much everything has exclusives. Like, even Sony with PlayStation and all that, you might have exclusives before where you have, even with, like, Miles Morales stuff with the Spider-Man, it's exclusive for, I think, six months or it was 12 months on the PS5 before it gets released to the rest of the consoles, including mm. the I, PS4. I don't think that's the case because Spider-Man PS4, which it is a near-direct sequel of, is still a PlayStation exclusive because Sony owns Spider-Man. Yes, but it was when they released it, they said that it was an exclusive for a certain amount of time. Oh, my bad. For PS5 exclusive for this amount of time. Whether that just means that then it's getting released to other Sony-owned consoles or whether mm. it's released to the broad area, oh, yeah, it depends. It, it may be a matter of after a while it gets back released to the four. Yeah. But... I, I kind of hope you're right, because in that same vein, I am hoping that Bethesda is aware that the internet is not going to like them if they actually lock Elder Scrolls VI oh, yeah. to PC and Xbox when the entire gaming sphere has been waiting for them to release it for, what, a decade now? True, but then again, how many games have Sony locked their massive hyped releases behind their own exclusive consoles? I mean, it's like as a Xbox and PC player myself, I don't see a problem here. There, <laughs> totally well, there's, not biased. there's some games from Sony that will never, probably never see any other consoles. Yeah, so but been, that's different though because they've always been that way. That's this true. is Bethesda was open to all consoles originally, yeah. and which means that pretty much. Every single console has had access to Skyrim and previous Elder Scrolls games. That ev you have a very broad gaming society that are awaiting the new release of the next Elder Scrolls. We've been waiting, Todd. Todd Howard. <laughs> we are waiting. But then again, <laughs> you might also be like, then if they've been waiting that long, they're going to be willing no matter what to get it. Yeah. That's what they some. might be targeting at. Then you'll have some will boycott it for a little bit because... Yeah. Who doesn't boycott a game? <laughs> Borderlands 3 got boycotted because it was an Epic exclusive and so it didn't get... I still don't understand what Epic is trying to achieve here. You're trying to stand against Steam, which has been in the industry for so long and they offer... They don't offer all these well wacky exclusive things because they don't need to. You don't need to pay a service from Steam. Looking yeah. at you, EA, trying to creep into Steam markets. <laughs> Does that Ubisoft has their own thing, but I can somewhat understand Ubisoft. Yeah, but some of the Ubisoft games are on Steam. Yeah. The and thing Ubisoft is, you is you can buy them on Steam, and then it uses the Uplay yeah. launcher. Yeah. Yes. So it's yes, like, I, had uh, to, I had a yeah. game where and I got on Steam and then had to download the Ubisoft and launcher like EA has basically abandoned Origin, and now it's basically put their paid subscription service on Steam. It's like, you don't need Origin for our subscription service anymore. That's nice, EA. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, even with um, Ubisoft, 
Ubisoft has been using Uplay for a reward system for as long as I've been playing Ubisoft games. That was a thing back in AC2. Mm. Mm. But at least, like, you don't buy the games through no. Uplay. It's just mm. Uplay is for competition, yeah. awards, and that sort of stuff. E- even Microsoft themselves have bowed down to Steam. They used to have um, Win- uh, Windows Live and stuff. like, And this was back when Dawn of War 2 was released. This is a bit of a tangent on my end, but, like, you didn't back when buying PC CDs was still a thing. Yeah, it's like X, like Windows Live. Well, it sort of still it. is a thing. You can still buy really. discs, but I got Skyrim Legendary Edition for PC on disc. A back when my computer couldn't even run it because all I knew was it's twenty bucks, and if I get it now, I will be able to get special edition for free because I'll have all the DLCs. <laughs> nice. So um, but yeah, it's like. Like, this was in a time when, like, Microsoft themselves also had their own, like, oh, you know, you can only buy it when with a Microsoft account. And now even Microsoft has pulled out of the running for the PC, like, Oh, section. yeah, you've got, like, yes, on all the your Windows 10 and all that, you have the Microsoft Store, but you don't really use the Microsoft Store. Exactly. Like, even when a big colossal titan like Microsoft pulls out of the yeah. running of being the PC game market... What is Epic trying to do? <laughs> get their foot in the door. That's never going to happen. They're going to get their foot in the door and they're going to get a broken toe. Yep. <laughs> Hell yeah. When Microsoft is willing to bow to Steam with their bastion of pride, Halo. When they yeah. put yep. Halo on Steam with the only caveat being log into your Microsoft account like with Sea of Thieves. Yeah, mm. Sea of Thieves yeah. came out last year properly. Yeah. So maybe that's what's going to happen with... Like, It'd be just their Game Pass exclusives not only on that the though, Steam store. Yeah, but also, like, so we're seeing this. Microsoft has been a lot more lax with releasing its exclusives. Yes. Mm. So, and, the, like, you know, Halo was, like, a f- technically pure Microsoft. Minecraft wasn't purely, mi- like, yeah. wasn't purely Microsoft. And it was purely... And they released everywhere. Bethesda wasn't purely Microsoft. And so, yeah, I think what's going to happen, as you were saying before, it's going to be a delayed release for other consoles. And it's not exactly the most ideal situation. I'm not exactly wholeheartedly on this. But also, at the same time, I'm not really affected. So I don't really have a voice in this matter. Mm, Same. Mm. You're a PlayStation 5 player. Or 4 player. I'm a PlayStation 4 player, but if I get the new Elder Scrolls, I don't care if it's PS5 edition or if it's on my PC. Fair mm. enough. I'm content to go either way. You can mod it if it's on PC, though. Hey. You can also mod the console I don't versions. Really like to an extent, they, they're a lot more restricted. Yeah, and they turn the trophies off anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, per. <laughs> I've I've got like half the achievements in Skyrim, but I've been playing with mods for years, so I don't get any more. But oh well. No, I am curious now. Thinking of exclusives, so we have a mixed. Oh, actually, no, not really a mixed room. More of I am like the majority Xbox player here, looking at three PlayStation is. <laughs> Howdy. Yeah, but I'm also PlayStation two, PlayStation three player. I haven't touched PS4. Well, neither. I am curious. So. Uh, what are some like Xbox exclusives that you guys have always wanted to play? Barring, I guess, Halo, since that's now on Halo PC. Halo, it's now can, already. Can you list? <laughs> Stop list. 
What was some? I'm old not the Halo best games? with that when it comes to that. Like, like even is there any games you saw that were interesting, and then you thought, oh wait, no, it needs an Xbox. What were some e- Xbox exclusive <laughs> games besides Halo? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember them. Besides Halo and the Kinect games. Viva Pinata. <laughs> Viva Pinata. Eh. Which really would have worked on Nintendo, to be honest. Like, the whole gardening game thing. It's like, that on the Switch or the Wii even, like, or in DS, that would have mm. been amazing. Yeah. We can probably have have a bit to think about it on a music break, I reckon, because I feel like we might have gone over time again. Oh, <laughs> wow, well. We'll get, we'll get time there. Time flies when you're chatting games. Yep. yep. Mm. All right, you've been listening to Unity Game Society Radio on TuneFM 106.9.
Hello and welcome back to Uni Game Society Radio on Tune FM 106.9. So we took that music break just so we could actually look at what some Xbox 360 exclusives were. Or just Xbox exclusives well, in general. Xbox exclusives, so. yeah. So I did own an Xbox 360. I do still own one. Um, and one of the good things about getting that was not only to play Call of Duty Black Ops Zombies with friends as they wanted. That was pretty much the sole reason they wanted me to... <laughs> have an Xbox was to play that uh, yes. and the multiplayer cross platform not that, really a thing yeah brings back memories um, besides yeah. that uh, a game I did get for the 360 because I then owned it uh, Fable 2 which was a lot of fun Fable was a fantastic game until 3 came along <laughs> what, what happened with 3 take all of the customization and charm of changing up your play style and how you wanted to actually play the game and throw that all out the window. <laughs> oh, that, that's, I thought that was a point of fable. All the magic, eh, it's just either single target or large uh, or small AOE or large AOE. I and think it's no longer, oh, you get to summon hurricanes or go pe- make people go crazy or you go berserk. It's just lightning damage, fire damage, wind Aww. damage. It's like, that sounds sad. It really took all the charm out, and it's like, oh, did you want to just be all melee? It's like hammers and all that stuff. You still need a gun. What? I don't. Use Why do you guns. need a gun? You still need a gun. Can I not just have two sets of melee weapons? No. You always need a melee weapon and a ranged weapon. Okay. Oh. Wait. Why do you need a gun? Well, because gun. range. <laughs> because some puzzles require you to be ranged, which was always yeah. hilarious in Fable Two when you was like, I am exclusively melee and I need to shoot a gnome up the- I don't feel like I used guns much nor magic I think I was just melee hey. and that's the thing F- like Fable 1 and 2 didn't restrict how you wanted to play Fable 3 mm. did that sounds good um, yeah. but yeah no that was one of my favorite that, see now that sounds that sounds interesting no, mm. Fable, t- Fable 2 was a good good time I remember the first time I played it was at a friend's house and um, things we got got into town and he opens the like little menu there's a menu you can open in fable 2 which has a bunch of like emotes and such but you can also turn safety off (laughs) which means you can actually go and kill civilians and such 
So, like, we get into the main town. He turns it off and, like, okay, just do what I do. And it just goes to kill some woman running by. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess we're doing this. Now some guard comes up, tries to arrest us, kill him too, I guess. GTA! <laughs> it's like his medieval GTA, I guess. We'll go uh, with this. No, um, what about you guys? Any other Xbox exclusives you played or were curious about? Uh, I was always kind of curious about the Gears of War series, though it's not really my wheelhouse. Oh, they were fun. I played them for a bit. I mainly played the first three. Anything after that, it was just a bit eh for me. One thing that I know was at least temporarily an Xbox exclusive before becoming an Xbox exclusive again, the first Mass Effect. That was Xbox exclusive? There was no disc form release on PlayStation, and I think you could only temporarily buy it on the digital store. Wow. So there was no way to transfer your data from Mass Effect 1 to Mass Effect 2 on PS3. Wow. Meaning there was no way to have some of the characters alive in Mass Effect 2 or 3. (laughs) Holy... Wow. So, like, the the teammate Rex... Oh, yeah. He's a very hard person to keep alive between... From 1 through to 2. Because he's, uh... Because you kind of blow up his one chance at stopping the gene plague that's slowly driving his species extinct. But... It takes a lot of diplomacy to stop him from going full danger mode. Yeah. And even if you were theoretically able to do it, you can't do it on PS3. Because you can't play the game. And Mass Effect 2 does not like they have a f- way to design your previous save if you haven't played the game or don't want to play through it again you cannot save rex in that no. pre- in that designing thing wow wow damn any ex- mm. goodness uh, what about you crystal though i don't think i really had too many with xbox stuff that I'd really want to play, like, obviously Just Dance was really fun to play on the Xbox. I think a lot more in, like, the adventure stuff, but a lot more the Wii stuff I got interested in and all that with being, like, with Nintendo, because obviously Mario Kart and all that, like, I had a Nintendo 64, so I really enjoyed Mario Kart on that, but I've never been able to play other Mario Kart games because I haven't had any of the Nintendo stuff or, like, yeah, Sonic and Mario at the Olympic Games always intrigues me and all those, those ones. Mm. Some of those party games that were just for Nintendo gear. That yeah. was fun. I think that's the name of Nintendo games for the most part. Party, yeah. Party yeah. mode. Whoop, whoop. I always wanted to play Super Smash Bros. Brawl. I had it. I have it. It was pretty fun. But um, yeah. uh, playing it on the Wii controller sucks. It The GameCube has always been the best Smash controller. And... Don't at me. <laughs> we, we never owned a GameCube, but I have played on other people's GameCubes. Mm. It's it's an interesting controller. <laughs> it's it's not something I'm comfortable it's using, what the, I'd say. Um, it's what the um, Switch controllers are based on, the the Pokemon ones we got at the Society. Yeah, Token I know that. Plugging in the fact that we own a Switch at Society if people want to play Smash. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to play Smash or maybe Mario Kart. Those are like the most popular games, but mostly Smash. Mm. We also uh, have Mario we, Party, I think. Yes, yes. we do. We, we have do. Mario yeah. Party. No one told me this. Do you want to play it? Smash. Generally, it gets put on um, Mario Kart and then gets instantly swapped over to Smash <laughs> and never goes on to Party. 
well, somebody the, wants to play Mario Party, I'm down. I am it's good down fun. for that. <laughs> I have never played it before. It's a it's a different style of Mario Party though. Because um, imagine a board game filled with mini games and hatred. Yes. So Monopoly. Except no, if no, no, Monopoly, except... you had to jump for your money. Okay. Yeah. It's not it's not quite Monopoly stuff. Unless like, you yes, play you the can hotel play, level. <laughs> yes, you can play Monopoly on... On Switch? Yeah. No, you can't just play Monopoly on but Switch. Dumb. Uh, but or on yeah, Xbox like, and all that. The, the th- it, it just doesn't doesn't feel the same though playing Monopoly on a vid- as a video mm. game. It's different, mm. no. That that um does bring me to another topic I wanted to talk about. Things that are not usually video games that became video games and not just board games like franchises like movies like and I'm sure some of you guys have already heard or played this. Uh, Simpsons Hit and Run or Simpsons GTA. GTA. Yeah. <laughs> GTA. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. With like a, it had like an odd like hub system. Mm. You had to finish a bunch of missions to unlock the next hub, and you'd slowly work your way through the story to the last mission, where you would never get past the last mission because it was somewhat broken. Whoops! Oh, whoops! I never owned it, but I did play it at friends' houses. Uh, I feel like I, it was a shame. I, I didn't own it. I played it at my cousin's, and it was it was always funny because. It, they'd pass it over to you part the way through. And so it'd like, be like, what? you're like, what What am I doing? Okay, drive this car. Do, do I have to not hit anything? No, you can hit whatever you want. Okay. Okay. The police Crash. are after me. Well, you hit too many things. What? <laughs> I thought you said you could hit whatever you wanted. You crashed the car in 10 seconds, though. <laughs> and it's now like you don't have a car. The, sorry. It's like that meme of the guy in the ballistic mask. I don't know why I'm here. All I know is that I must kill. <laughs> but um. All. But yeah, it's like also any other franchise, like because like you know what? Always I always wanted to get the Scooby Doo game on the PlayStation. Because hey. like I, I had it. On I keep Xbox. seeing it, but on um, where you'd get always the advertising on in the disc that you've bought. <laughs> in the manual at the back of yeah. the manual, you'd have the advertising for you it. You know those old things. Oh. The manuals that were in man uh, game cases once in a upon yeah. time. No um, who ever played a game movie? Um, like a movie tie-in game? Movie tie-in. So stuff like, oh, Pirates of the Caribbean, but on Wii. Mm. I played... I owned two of them for a while. Actually, I owned probably about four. The earliest one I can remember is probably Madagascar 2 Escape to Africa on PS3. How did that play? It was a odd mixture of things based on which character you were playing. I had happy feet. I think I had. I had happy feet on PlayStation 2. I just remember my actual earliest one. Surfs up the surfing board. Oh! game on PS2. I do remember yeah. playing that PS2 one. PS2 had quite a lot, actually. Happy feet was fun. You had to hit all the arrows in time. So it was a bit like yeah. doing the dance, the dance game. games with the arrows, except oh. you didn't get to dance. You didn't just do the arrows. Although the seal chase scenes were terrifying. Hmm. They were they were so hard because there'd be so many times where you would would not go through the booster rings to go swim faster, and oh, then you'd hit like God. an iceberg or something, and then the seal would just be like leopard seal would come out and just destroy you. Oh, they they didn't really hold back on the leopard seal kill. Now I'm no. thinking though, it's like that plays almost identically to how the goddamn um, 
Do you guys ever remember the movie Shark Tale? Mm. Yeah. Shark Tale. That got a game. And yeah, that was like the yeah. same thing of you had yeah. to do QTE chase scenes from the sharks. But you had I to think like, I did have then, that yeah. game. And then you also had to do dance scenes where you're playing as the main guy. <laughs> just yeah, but just wait, you had also sledding because it went all the way through the oh. movie. So when you were like a baby, you had sledding and all oh, that. And then adorable. you had, as you get older, you had the different dancing and the dancing got harder and all that. <laughs> I said Wally. Oh my god. Wally was amazing. What about you, Chris? You have any uh, movie tie ins? Boys, I had a few of the ones that you've mentioned. I'm trying to remember what else we've had on the PS2. We had a lot of PlayStation 2 games. I'm trying to remember them. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I can try find the box when I go home later. <laughs> yeah, I remember one year I was. I, I spent Christmas in Dublin with my aunt and uncle. And that year I got. The do you guys remember the 2011 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated movie? <gasps> yes. I love that one yes. with like the 13 monsters and everything. Yes, that was so cool. I got a beat 'em up brawler for my DS of that. Oh, oh wow, that is so cool. The other one was the Narnia Prince Caspian PS3 tie-in game. Wow, which imagine the playstyle of a Lego game, where different oh. characters have different abilities and you have to switch between characters or play cooperative. Okay, Wait, so then you'd have cool. the four preferences. There was then like the four Pevensies. You could play as yeah. Reaper Cheap, that sort of thing. You could play as Reaper Cheap. I'm sorry, <laughs> I would I would just be forever playing Reaper Cheap. Yeah, like <laughs> Reaper Cheap, you go through small holes in the wall, that sort of thing. Oh, Aww. that's so cool. I remember my cousin helped me finish the game because near the end of the movie when Peter and Miraz fight, that is mm. a boss fight in the game. Oh, oh and that in, would be so cool. And in order to make it co-op compliant... Reaper Cheap goes with Peter to the fight, and you have to beat the guy down and have the Reaper Cheap player go behind him and jab him in the back of the neck through his armor. <laughs> wow. And it was a nightmare to do single player, and my mom is not the most dexterous gamer. <laughs> so then after that, you actually got the mission near the end of the movie where you could play as the trees as oh, they came to life yes. and attacked the enemy army. That is so cool. Ooh. Tree destroys the trebuchet. Oh, God, now you're just making me think um, a movie tie-in game that I played that was really fun. The Lord of the Rings game. Lord Ooh. of the Rings. Yeah. And yeah, it had stuff like that where it's like you could pick who you were playing as in certain scenes. But the guess what? Because the, the game wasn't just Lord of the Rings. It was Lord of the Rings Return of the King. So guess what the tutorial mission was? What? God damn Helm's Deep. You have to, like, just swing around. It's like, okay, first of all, like it teaches you how to play each of the main characters. So it's like, yeah. play as Legolas, and you're just shooting arrows off the wall. <laughs> and then it's like, play as Gimli. You're just, like, clubbing him down and having to break off the ladders. And then you then have to switch to playing as Gandalf as he's after he's just charged yeah. down. It's like, oh! <laughs> Sounds like an amazing tutorial. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, but I think that's like one of the big appeals with the Lego games is the whole thing of being able to flick between characters. different characters. I think mm. also the Lego games, like, because in my opinion, some of the movie tying games are very clumsy. Yeah. Whereas the Lego games, they're, and I, I say the word for lack of a better one, they're clumsy by nature, which makes them endearing to be a movie yeah. tie in. Well, mm. but they also they follow the movie stuff to a very high level but it's really good but also you can play 
how you want to as well. Exactly, because and it's a Lego so game. And so much yeah. expansion. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like the Lego game, it's like, oh, you're not playing the movie, you're playing dioramas of the movie. Pretty much, which yeah. makes Which detracts from the why are we just, you know, fluffing about doing this side quest when in the movies they actually just kept going back to back. Whereas Lego, it's like, you did the thing. Okay, now you're out of that diorama of the No, movie. see, I just yeah. go, I go full story mode all the way through because I had Force Awakens on PlayStation 3. I just went all the way through story mode, finish the story. Okay, now we go back and try and get <laughs> the stuff. Or we go to a total different planet that has nothing completed in story mode and go do missions there. That's cool. I had mm. Force Awakens on my 3DS, like the 3DS game, mm. and I couldn't get all the characters despite trying because some um, of them just weren't available. I'm, Oof, weren't available. I am still, I have probably about, I think it's 56% complete. And I've played that game a lot. I had and in multiplayer, a lot. I had about well. 89% completion, I think, or like 90% completion. The rest just didn't work because the Lego games on DS are just inferior to the console ports. Mm. Oof. Oh, wow. But then I also did Lego... I got Lego Dimensions. Hey. Which, where I actually got the Fantastic Beast one, which follows the Fantastic Beast storyline. Yeah, I and think that was awesome. Yeah, I think Lego did the best with the tie-ins because, as I said, it's like yeah. it makes the thing a lot more seamless. But here's so I I had this. Now I'm thinking of Harry Potter. Oh, guess what? I I had Harry Potter Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. On Game Boy Advance. If you wow. want to talk about very strange tie-ins, I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm just trying advanced. to navigate my dorm room. I didn't expect to be platforming across broken floors because some poltergeist has ripped up the floorboard. <laughs> and apparently underneath a single floor of Hogwarts is a bottomless abyss. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> huh, interesting. Uh, and it was like, and the most of the combat played is like a JRPG of just, oh, you have to like find all these spells. And it's like, learning spells is one thing. Then playing the Prisoner of Azkaban on Xbox. Why do I have to learn Flipendo? I thought this was something that they learned in like the first year or something. I'm kidding. Why are they relearning all of these basic spells in <laughs> their first year? I remember something sort of similar with a Harry Potter game I had, Order of the Phoenix on DS. I never was actually able to finish it because there was mini games where you had like pet Thestrals and stuff, <laughs> and my touchscreen was too scratched to play it, and then I lost the cartridge. Oof. But in one of the first combat sections, you've got Fred and George with you who have fully maxed out spell lists. Oh, God. While everyone else only has the basic stuff. And then you have to go well, to. Even the adults have. This is like in school. Oh, this is when you're at the school, yeah. You're like fighting Draco, like Crab Goyle and Draco. And the twins have maxed out spells because they're older students. Yeah. Hmm. And you actually have to go to the um, DA mission, like the DA meetings, to unlock and upgrade your spells. So basically attend class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbledore's but army. Something that Harry never did, probably. <laughs> Harry did? <laughs> oh, when he wasn't unconscious. Yeah, when he Or wa- being nearly murdered. Or trapped in some ludicrous adventure. Or trapped in some ludicrous adventure while unconscious and someone's trying to kill him. So just Hey, I feel like, though, actually, when you play the mobile game of the Hogwarts mystery, you're in class less than Harry was. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're trying to find this stuff. Like, they've literally done an upgrade on it that makes you have to attend classes more. It's like, 
Either you're playing through all the Quidditch stuff once they release the Quidditch gear, you're playing the bonus um, side quest gear, or you're only attending the classes when you've finished part of the story mode and then have to have the class spells before you can progress. That was the only time you'd go to the classes. And then it's only the three classes that you need for that to go up to the next bit. Now you have to actually go to class to study. (gasps) I won't keep this going uh, any longer because this has gone over time again. We're very good at this, (laughs) I swear. Uh, We don't have to have a time limit. (laughs) Well, (laughs) not strictly speaking, but anyway. You've been listening to Game Society Radio on TuneFM 106.9. Stretch on forever And I know I'm right For the first time in my life That's why I tell you You'd better be home soon Stripping back the cold Back to nothingness Like a week in the desert And I know I'm right For the first time in my life That's why I tell
nothing means nothing when nothing is all you give me I'm sitting here wishing, praying for something Say you wanna be my baby It's all just a mess I made when I called to confess My feelings and now I'm upset Wishing I had just lied There's a lump in the back of my throat And there's just no letting you go But I guess you're letting me go So go on Scratch my heart straight out of my chest Burn my house down, it still hurts less Leave me stranded out in the cold I won't feel it, cause what hurts the most Is when I'm low, low, when I'm low, low When I'm low, low, when I'm low, low, when I'm lonely is gone are you moving on cause now you look at me blankly like you're seeing nothing there's a lump in the back of my throat and there's just no letting you go but i guess you're letting me go so go on scratch my heart straight out of my chest burn my house down it still hurts Welcome back to Uni Game Society Radio on Tune FM 106.9. And what did we have to talk about in this segment? Well, speaking of stuff that we've back towards the gimmicky sort of console stuff to do with like Skylanders, Disney Infinity, with and like your Lego Dimensions as well. Toys to Life games. Toys to Life. Yep. Started with Skyrim. You Skylanders. Not Skyrim. No, Skyrim not Skyrim. Skyrim. Skylanders. Though you could do something similar in Skyrim by using a Link Amiibo. <laughs> yes, the Amiibos, Nintendo Switch yes. did have that with the Amiibos, so you could 
I remember being it. You could spawn in the Legend of Zelda Master Sword using one of those. Wow. So. It started with the Skylander stuff. I never played Skylanders. I only saw the ads, thought it was kind of cool, but like never got into it. I didn't find the Skylander one cool. I got Disney Infinity, but I got 2.0 because I was like, Marvel, yes, go! <laughs> you, Blake? I owned the first three Skylanders games, so the original Spyro's Adventure, despite the fact Spyro was barely part of the plot. Um, <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> it's actually a Spyro franchise game. Yeah. Uh, then oh, I had wow. Giants. Wait, you didn't know that? I didn't know that. I just knew it as Skylanders. I didn't know it was linked to anything. It, it is a part of the Spyro universe. Yep, Skylanders Spyro. Spyro is... Uh, Spyro's Adventure. Yep. Mm. I also owned. I also got Giants for Christmas a few years after we got that. And then I actually bought Swap Force myself a few years later. Um, what was that like? Because that was when everything had started falling apart. <laughs> yeah, honestly, but like Swap Force still had a fairly interesting gimmick in that you could buy swappable figures where yeah. you could take the top heart part off and put it on a different bottom to create um, characters that were able to do different things. I, I remember yeah. one of the gimmicks and ads they put on there was like, so now you can do both combat and puzzle solving. So it's like this guy could climb walls, but this mm. guy had a cannon. So it's like you could climb walls and shoot a cannon. So you'd climb the walls and shoot at the enemies whilst yeah. platforming. Yeah, that was uh, certainly a thing. How was it, though, once you finished the main game? There was little to no replayability because all the replayability came from getting new figures with abilities you hadn't covered yet. Yeah. So the so EA that, approach. That was the yeah. same with your Disney Infinity. Except EA charges you, like, what, three bucks for a character pack? Skylanders, if you got them firsthand, were about $10 each. Wow. Now I buy them at the goddamn <laughs> Nev for about 50 cents. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I usually got them. There's just a bargain bin at my old yeah. EB Games where they just had a bunch of them. I do remember the Yeah, because Disney Infinity was that as well, but also if you wanted certain characters, some were very hard to get. Yeah. But uh. then when I got Lego Dimensions, now that, I played through the whole story, making it that we only played with the three main, the three characters of Gandalf, Wildstyle, and Batman, of the actual main <laughs> thing. <laughs> That's a wild party. Well, because it's based off the Lego movie character bit oh. first off, but... My sister was annoyed because we I had other characters. I was like, no. For the main storyline, we're playing through with only them. <laughs> we played that, but then you go back in and the play, replayability with when you have other characters, but even when you don't, just the extra stuff. Like, you've got... Each character has their own world stuff as well. So, Gandalf, you can go to Lord of the Rings world. You can go to Batman. You can go to DC. You can also go to the Batman movie world. You can go to I think every character. I it was it's, successful. Yeah, it's because it's like every Lego game where it's you get the expanded mm. universe. But then there was also battle mode. There was a battle mode where you could have up to four players multiplaying, versus mm. each other. I think the most scary thing for me was when you had the bit with the Doctor Who came and you, um... Oh, no. Well, weeping you had the angels? Weeping Angels. But <laughs> oh God. you had to interact because on your three because there's three little platforms on the actual bit that ports them in with your little actual Lego minifigs. Mm -hmm. But you had where when you got caught in their eye stare, you had to get them off the section that was glowing. 
But oh. you also had colour combination challenges with it, with puzzles and all that, where you had to go to the correct colour and all that. That's and so cool. Yeah, there was a lot of interaction stuff. But the Weeping Angel one was you had a time limit. So I'd be like, we'd both be like, run to try and move the characters around. And you'd be screwed if it was literally only the single person spot could be safe because you had three characters at all times. You couldn't get them all there. And it was like, and now they have the cutscene of the Weeping Angels coming and destroying us. Nice. Ah, fun. That's terrifying. So, Chris, did you have anything with Toys to Life? You mentioned uh, the Amiibo. Uh, I mentioned the Amiibo. I don't own any of the Amiibos. I only got a Switch last year. <laughs> oh, but they were, they were on the DS and the Yeah, Wii it was all your different mm. Nintendo was it? Oh, I, yeah. The latest DS I have was a DSi, oh. so I don't think it had that. Mm. I had a 3DS, and I had an Amiibo uh, for Smash Brothers, a Lucario. Ooh. And I absolutely loved it, because how the Amiibos worked in Smash Brothers was is that once you scan them on, they would be an a like it would be an AI controlled combatant yeah. of that character that you put on, and you could give them like different boosts and items. So instead of just oh, it's just a really hard AI, it's a really hard AI with different stats and boosts and customized abilities. Oh, so that's how it worked was that yeah. it could then you could customize stuff in the games you're already playing. Yeah, not only that, and technically this was a lie, but it was still kind of interesting. The more you played with it, it would develop um, battle tactics, but it turns out that these ones were basically if you you just play with it enough and then it had a procedurally generated number of combos and scripts. Yeah. But it still felt cool. And the fact is, is that I had Lucario, who the more he's like Lucario in general, more he's damaged, more he does damage. Yeah. And I fed him an item that makes him start off at sixty percent damage, but he then starts to slowly grow stats. So not only is he at a position where he's gaining a lot more power, he's gaining even more power. And now he, I got him to level fifty, which means that he's at maximum AI capacity. So not only is he really skilled, he is that's, that's just scary. He is just, just objectively speaking, stronger than yeah. what he should be. So so you turned a Lucario into Broly. Pretty much, it was terrifying, and none of my friends could really beat him. I couldn't so beat him either. <laughs> I've asked Finian though, because with when there was the Lego Dimensions out, I know that like you had the Fantastic Beast movie. When it got its Lego version, it was Lego Dimensions, because I got that one. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, there wasn't a disc of, like, your Lego Harry Potter and all that of the Lego Fantastic Beasts. You had to have Lego Dimensions. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so something similar happened with um, Skylanders. You had to put certain models on and they would unlock yeah. the missions. Okay. No, I... Yeah, you had that stuff, but I'm meaning, like... Because If thing- you, say, wanted where you had all the Lego Harry Potter... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you wanted the next one in the series, which would be the Fantastic Beasts, how would you then feel that you were having to buy Lego Dimensions to be able to it play that It would feel movie? a bit sour, but the thing is, is that if you're already that committed to playing Lego games... You probably got Lego Dimensions. You probably got Lego <laughs> Dimensions, and then you put, like... Because, for one, all the other previous Harry Potter games now come to Lego Dimensions, and it's like you can play well, around in that. Well, in it, sort of. You if had you the buy Lego, the Harry Potter figures. You had the Harry Potter world with the f- Harry Potter figures... They were all more battle ones and all that, that mm. you just got the characters and they didn't expand with story. You just got the Harry Potter world. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, there was the Chamber of Secrets but and the, some of the but stuff. But at the same time, if you're that diehard of a Harry Potter fan, 
getting Harry Potter games and then having Harry Potter figures. Yeah, like you, figures. you have the minifigures. So, I mean, now you get to play Fantastic Beasts with little minifigures. It's like, I'm not endorsing, and like it does seem a bit of a bum deal that they didn't release a standalone yeah. title of Fantastic Beasts. They might, they might not, who knows. Mm. But um, then again, you kind of get to that critical mass of when so many games are released via Disney, uh, by uh, Lego Infinity, it kind of makes Lego Infinity in and of itself a necessity, at, like in the same vein of, you know, why do we need all these different things? Like, they, these games were released. Now we have to go through a third party, but now that third party is kind of just becoming less of a third party and more of an on-name. Yeah, just get, just get the Lego Dimensions and have that full Lego world. It, it, it's, it's not the greatest system, but at the same time, it reaches a critical mass where eventually all Lego games are going to be on there. And it felt actually good. You were... You felt more getting, actually, with me buying stuff for LEGO Dimensions over buying for Disney Infinity, I felt I was getting more bang for my buck because I actually had actual LEGO. It's I like got buying to actually a CD. Bi- it, you, you'd buy I a CD. actually got to build <laughs> LEGO car- minifigs yeah. and LEGO um, vehicles because you had, like, the Batmobile. You had the Ford Angela yeah. that they crash into the tree. Yeah, you so had Buckbeak. You had yeah. all those things. So it's the same thing. It's like it's like buying a DVD, except for, like, for your games, except mm. like instead of just, oh, it's a plastic disc, and if I scratch it, it'll be gone forever. It's, hey, I actually get to assemble this Lego. That's also a CD, or more USB, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? But mm. like... I guess it's like Lego really captured the lightning in the bottle with this one. Yeah. Do they still release stuff for, for Le- Lego the, Dimensions? For Lego um, I think the last was release was probably last year was when they had the last stage release where they did a lot of stuff. I haven't seen them as much now, and I think mm. that's because it died. Everyone started to go away from all the toy ones because it was more just... The, Sky, the Skylanders yeah. became um, pretty much started to drop away. Um, Disney Infinity 3.0 came out so you could have Star Wars, but everyone was starting to get annoyed with Disney Infinity because you had where it was pretty much a, you had to get each set if you wanted the new ones. So if you had Disney 2.0, you could get some of the Disney 1.0 stuff, but you couldn't get any of the new Star Wars stuff. Yeah. So if you wanted Star Wars, you had to get Disney Infinity 3.0. But it was pretty much, as I said, with I don't know how it was like with the Star Wars one, but with the Marvel one, once you finished the main plots of each of your different ones for your Avengers, Spider-Man, and your Guardians of the Galaxy, there wasn't really much more playability afterwards unless you got certain characters that unlocked really new things yeah and I think that's what Lego does and that is Lego it's like you can have Gandalf running around in Hogwarts and being like I'm not Dumbledore get away from me child we did do that (laughs) and that's the thing it's like but the way Lego does it is that it doesn't seem out of place it seems very in character for Lego of just all this crazy shenanigans well that was anymore was with the Lego Dimensions thing it was playing off the whole thing of the Lego movie that's Mm. why you had the three characters at the beginning was Wildstar Batman and Gandalf and they had it where they showed how they got pulled from their original worlds. Let's say it's this. a great combination of characters there. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then it meant that when you had the base game, you had access to the main storyline plus you could go into then the DC world 
the Lego Movie world and the Lord of the Rings world, as well as battle maps. So even by buying Lego the Dimensions, base, yeah. you would still be heavily rewarded with such a large starter pack. Yes. Hmm. And then the rest of the sort of genre just ended up bloated and kind of scummy in its business practices, which has probably dragged Lego Dimensions down with it. Yeah, because when people started turning away from it, you had the last... I think the last release one was when I ended up then getting... It was round when they did the female Ghostbusters as a story pack. They did the um, Batman Lego movie as a story pack. And then you had where it was around the last one, I think, was when I got Hermione and Buckbeak as a pack. Mm -hmm. In terms of price, would you say it's about just as expensive as just buying Lego? or? It's pretty much a bit like, yeah, you're getting a small Lego pack. It's... That's why it felt pretty good was because you were actually getting actual physical Lego. It wasn't like it was a knockoff of the Lego. You're getting actual Lego. Hmm. That might be quite all right then. And you don't need the figures to scan again to play those levels. You just need Uh, to scan them once. No, so you put them... That's the whole thing that it's an interactive bit that you put it on. So that's why you'd have to move them around, but you could beam in someone and then pull out someone else and all that. You could have, if you really wanted to... There was, could have three on each of the side ones and then another person up there. So you could have up to seven characters or plus vehicle, like seven characters or vehicle combinations on the um, board at the same time, which you could then use. And you could flick between your different characters. You could have Commander Rex riding in on the Batmobile, you're telling me. (laughs) Yes, you could. You could be, have um, Batman using the TARDIS if you really want to Batman so I'm just looking through like the release dates for things the last major story pack the Lego Batman movie pack yeah. was February 2017 mm. wow so there was only about that was the story packs but there was another release of the normal packs afterwards the Goonies level pack they had was, Goonies? Yes, I got the Goonies yep. level That's pack. That's so good. That was May 2017. Mm. The last team pack release, which was Teen Titans Go, Oof. was September 2017 alongside the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> and I the like fun you. pack, the last one of that was Teen Titans Go, Powerpuff Girls, Beetlejuice, Harry Potter, and yeah, Lego that was City. the last Harry Potter In one. like May and September of 2017. This is where I forget how many years have passed, though, as well. Yeah, there was only two years of content for Dimensions. But they put out a lot of stuff. Yeah, the third year actually got canned. Mm. Yeah, because they were were advertising they were going to put out more stuff, and I was like, yeah, and then it didn't happen. Mm. Damn. Yeah, out of all the toys to life, you think the Lego one should have stayed? Probably, yeah. Yeah. But then again, Lego has expanded out a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. So I reckon it's probably come to that point in that where we'll start to wrap things up because there is another show on after us tonight. So uh, as we mentioned earlier, if you're interested in Dungeons and Dragons, please stay on the air as there will be Dungeons and Airwaves on at 8 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. they should be on for a couple, couple hours. I don't know if they're playing a one shot or a campaign. And then we've also <laughs> got new updates with our games night tomorrow. Mm, yeah. Because Lego Society will be there. I was about to say, well, on topic of all these yeah, Lego games. Lego <laughs> Society like will assembly. be there, yep. as well as Wizards of the Coast Society. Yeah, so, so D&D, if you want to come play, or... Or Magic. Magic. Magic the Gathering. 
And if you just want to watch them play and just play with your Lego and have all or share your builds with people, or yeah. if you want to learn how to do builds, I'm sure there are some yep. people there who'd be more than happy to show you. And as per usual, we will have our standard setup as well if you just want to come and hang out like normal. Oh, of course, so that's the VR, the Switch, of course. So if you want to do some Smash Bros or any of that. Or Mario, Mario Party. If yep. <laughs> Maybe we should do Mario Party. Just and then you've get got, some we'll have PC set up and board games. Yep. And a VR. Yep. Yeah, we yep. said yep. VR. That was the first, yep. that's the first thing. I have the but attention span got, of a goldfish. And so we've still got the dollars for a drink and one dollar for three chocolates. Yes, that is correct. So, um, and before we wrap this week up, um, we'll be question. posting a question to the Facebook page like we always do. This one will be, what was your favorite video game console gimmick? Could be the solar panel from the Game Boy, which was used to channel up a laser gun to fight vampires in one particular game. That sounds like a lot of fun. Could be good old sing, just SingStar or iToy or any of that stuff as well. Or even the Poke Walker from the... The hot gold, soul, silver games. Yep. <laughs> T- let us know. We'll put up the yeah. question on Facebook and everyone and please put your comment. comments there and we'll answer it next week on the show. Thank you. Alrighty, so thanks for listening and we will see you again next week. I've been your host, Chris. Patrick. Crystal. Blake. <laughs> this has been Uni Game Society Radio on TuneFM 106.9. Good night. Bye. Bye.